Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of She is a Nourished Mom. So today we will be talking about our mommy nourishment menu, aka our self-care menu. (laughs) So in the last video, when I challenged you to do a five-day mom's falling in love with self-care challenge, part of the challenge was creating a self-care menu and committing to at least one activity, one self-care activity to do each day. So In this episode, we will discuss further about a mommy nourishment or self-care menu, whatever you want to call it, as long as you know it is for your self-care mama, all right? So a self-care menu is good to create because sometimes we don't practice self-care because we don't even know where to start. (laughs) We don't know what we want to do. Some of us or many of us don't even really know what self-care is. In today's world, self-care When a lot of people think about it, they're automatically thinking about getting their nails done, getting their hair done, going for a massage, and those things are nice. If they do make you feel good, great. Oftentimes in the process of getting your hair done or your nails done, definitely a massage, you are going to feel good. But self-care is just so much more than that. And as Christian moms, we want to make sure that we are nourishing ourselves physically, mentally, and spiritually. So... The massage can help if we have some physical ailments or help it helps us to relax, which is good. Getting our hair and nails done, when we look good, we feel good. And a lot of times when we're getting those things, it actually feels relaxing too. Sometimes you're dozing off getting your hair and nails done. But are they fixing deeper problems? Or if there's nothing to fix, <laughs> are those the things that are bringing us peace and joy on a regular basis? Because we're not getting our hair done every single day not styled up anyway, unless you are really, really good with hair and you have time to really style your hair every day. A lot of times we are doing, if you're a black woman, we are getting easy styles, (laughs) protected styles, something that we don't have to do a whole lot to do, you know, a lot with. And if you are another race, then again, you're probably not getting your hair professionally done every single day. (laughs) So what can we do each day? Because self-care is, should be every day, throughout the day. What are those small things we can do to nourish ourselves? It's not self-care Saturday. I mean, you can keep that title if you like, self-care Saturday or self-care Sunday. Maybe a day when you have time to commit to a self-care activity for a longer period of time. Maybe you're able to have rest, some Christians are still prioritizing the Sabbath, which we'll talk about more in another video. But on all of these other days, when we're not prioritizing rest, or we don't have a long time to rest, what can we do to nourish ourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually? So that's why you are creating 
a self-care mommy nourishment menu. We're going to write down a list, at least of five to 10 things. And it could be longer than that. That is fine. You're just going to write down a list, just kind of brain dump, write down as many things that comes to mind when you think about nourishing yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. And when I'm talking about that, you can include the emotional health. I usually just group emotional and mental together because a lot of times they just go, well, they go hand in hand in general. Even though they're separate, they go hand in hand. Your thoughts are going to affect your emotions. So you can include your emotional health. You can think about social relationships and that may go under your mental health. But however you want to do it, in general, you're thinking about your mental health, physical health, and spiritual health. All right. So write down a list of at least five to 10 things they can think of. You can pause this recording and write down the list. Or you can write down what you're supposed to be doing. (laughs) Write down step number one, create your self-care menu. If you are having a hard time thinking of self-care activities, go to... If you have not already downloaded this before, go to the link in the bio. I'm not in my bio. (laughs) Go to the link in the show notes and get your free Busy Christian Mom self-care workbook. In that workbook, there is a list of 50 self-care activities for Busy Christian Moms. Take a look at that list because it will give you some ideas. Maybe it's something that you, that's on that list that you already know nourishes you, but you just forgot about it. (laughs) You didn't think about it while you were creating your list. Maybe it's something that you haven't done in a long time that you want to get back to doing. Maybe it's something on that list that you have never done before or done a lot of, and you never thought about it as self-care. So you may want to add that on your list of something to try for self-care. You know, you don't know if you enjoy doing it until you do it, right? So I'm, I'm actually going to give you a few examples Well, it's on that list. I'm definitely not going to sit here and read you all 50 items, but just some examples, some ideas that is on your 50 self-care activity list. It can be a momcation. Maybe you just want to get away by yourself or with another group of girls, group of moms. It can be a vacation with your spouse, your children, your girlfriends. And of course, that's a big self-care activity. Of course, that's not something you would do every single day, but maybe it's something you haven't done in a long time. So you want to have it on your list, you know, to keep up front in your visual (laughs) of, you know, okay, I need to plan a trip for us this year. Okay, so that is on the list. Serving others, whether it's in your community, with your church, serving others in some kind of way, that's a form of self-care. You're serving others and it does bring you joy, right? And not saying that you should do it to get joy, but you should feel good about serving others. (laughs) And it's a form that connects you with your spiritual self-care. Attending church service, whether that is online or in person, maybe you've been online for a while and you want to get connected again with (laughs) being in person with people. So maybe self-care could be going to church, getting back to an in-person service. Maybe it's time for you to see a therapist or switch the therapist that you have. Forgiveness. Maybe you need to let some things go and forgive somebody. Maybe you need to forgive yourself for something. Taking a break 
through social media, connecting with a prayer partner, connecting with your own partner, you know, your spouse. And speaking of connecting with your spouse, if you're a married woman, sex with your spouse is a form of self-care. Both of you are getting nourished, right? I mentioned having like a girl's night, maybe connecting on FaceTime, rather chatting on the phone or FaceTime with a family member or loved one. Sometimes we get so busy in life that we forget to connect with our loved ones and time gets away from us. So that's a form of self-care. Sitting in nature, taking a walk outside. You could take a walk outside for physical activity and or could be your prayer time or quiet time with God. Stretching from head to toe, dancing. I put some of those pampering things on there also. They may not help with any deep issues you have, but Again, if it feels good, you know, we look good, we feel good. So I did put the mani-pedi on there and the new hairstyle, the massage, the facial. So those are just some of the things on the list. Like I said, I don't want to read the whole list. Sleeping for seven to nine hours, which a lot of moms lack. (laughs) So just look at that list and get some ideas or maybe by me even reading some of these activities to you, it may have had you think about something similarly to some of these activities I mentioned. So take a look at that list and write down at least five to 10 items that you want on your mommy nourishment menu, okay? Now the goal again is not to complete these activities every day, but just to have a list that can refer to for when you wanna practice self-care, whether this is something you want to do. Those particular activities you may want to do daily. Some of those activities, it might be something you wanna do weekly even monthly, maybe yearly, like the vacations could be yearly, maybe monthly to catch up with your girlfriend who you rarely ever see, or date night if you're not having any date nights, okay? And finding some things you can do each and every day, whether that's your quiet time with God, your prayer, maybe journaling, however you want to spend some quiet time. And in the next episode, we will discuss a little bit more about a self-care menu with your children, all right? But in the meantime, let's get back to our current mommy nourishment menu. So you have written down five to 10 activities for your self-care menu. You have taken a look at that self-care workbook if you needed some ideas. Now, hmm, when are you going to do the self-care activities? So I did mention there are some things you may want to do daily. There may be some things you want to do weekly. There may be some things you want to do monthly, yearly. Once you figure that out, when are you going to do it? So that's when you are going to get your handy dandy (laughs) planner out, a calendar out, whether it's in your phone. If you have a physical calendar, get it out. Physical, digital. If you don't have one, get one. (laughs) And we're going to start plugging in when you're going to start doing these activities. All right. So if it's something daily, then it's daily. (laughs) But you need to figure out what's the best time of day that you're going to do this. Is it going to be something you do in the morning, in the evening, even maybe on your lunch break? Is it something that you're going to do with your children, your family, your girlfriend, whatever? When is the key thing? When can you plug it into your day? The best time that you can get this done, all right? Then after you figure out when you are going to do these activities, you know, you are creating time and also real quick before I move on. So when you're, you are creating the time, keyword is creating, you may need to get rid of something that's not as important as a self-care time, all right? 
So a lot of times we have a bunch of clutter <laughs> or busy stuff on our calendar that's not nourishing to ourselves. It's not nourishing to our families. We don't even know why it's on there other than just being busy. It might be time to prioritize what's most important so you can eliminate some things from your calendar and start plugging in these times to do your self-care, all right? Again, whether they are self-care activities you're doing alone or with somebody else, all right? So you've created time in your calendar. You possibly, hopefully, X out some things that are not important to focus on at all, maybe, or maybe just not focusing on during the scene of your life, all right? And now, as busy moms, I don't want the kids to be a reason why we are not practicing self-care. So what I want you to do is think of something you can do to include your kids in, all right? So I know I mentioned that sometimes we need to find time to connect with our friends, connect with our spouse, make sure you have that down. But it's usually the issue of having kids that prevents us from practicing self-care, all right? So we want to know what can we do with our kids? So we cannot have that excuse. So let's say physical activity is going to be your priority. So you may have a particular activity that you want to do that wouldn't be safe for your kids to do. Maybe you want to start doing some weightlifting and you don't want your kids around. You know, you don't want to be knocking anybody out with any <laughs> dumbbells or barbells or anything, right? But let's say for whatever reason, you couldn't do that particular activity for maybe something came up where you have to have the kids or just not a good, you don't, you can't get away from your home or get to your gym, your in-home gym that day, whatever the case may be. What's another physical activity that you can do? That includes your kids. Maybe it's having a dance party. Maybe it's, I don't know, doing some jumping jacks, racing each other so you can burn some calories. What can you do as an alternative? Or it may not even be an alternative for you. It may just be something that you're going to prioritize doing in general. All right. So we want to have an activity that we can do with our children in general or the backup plans for when we can't do those activities that we wouldn't normally do with our kids. All right. We want to know what our kids are doing during these self-care activities. So the, if these are activities that we are not including our kids in, we need to know what they are doing, right? We can't just be plugging things into our calendar <laughs> and then get mad when it's time to do it, but we didn't factor in our kids, right? So what are your children doing while you are doing this particular activity? If it's just having a few minutes by yourself for five minutes, how can you keep them occupied? Maybe there are particular activities that they like to do. Maybe they like to draw, they like to color. Maybe it's a favorite TV show or a game they like to play on their tablet. You know, if you're not, I mean, you can restrict your children <laughs> with the devices, but maybe that could be their time to have their device time or TV time while you are having your quiet time. Maybe you sitting quietly is sitting with your children in the same room while they're watching TV or doing some fun activity and you have your headphones in, where it's kind of your, you know, drowning out the noise some. So we have to really be creative <laughs> as parents, but practicing self-care, prioritizing it is very doable. We just have to get out of the idea of self-care having to be only completely alone time, completely quiet time, <laughs> not having time with other people. Self-care, again, is just doing something that helps to nourish us. 
helps us to rest some, gives, gives us some peace, some joy in life. All right. So I hope that sounds simple to you. If it doesn't sound simple because you are so used to just being busy that you can't even think of what it feels like to just rest or do something that is enjoyable to you. Again, I'm going back to the last episode. Listen to it if you need to. We are challenging ourselves to prioritize more self-care. And prioritizing it, it doesn't matter how long it is, even if it's only five minutes and normally don't take any time at all, take the five minutes. Get used to taking that five minutes out each day for whatever activity it is. And then when you get used to it, then you can focus on adding in more time or adding in another activity. Whatever the case may be, it doesn't have to be perfect. Stop thinking it has to be perfect. Stop keeping yourself from doing any self-care at all because you feel like if you can't commit to 30 minutes or however long you would prefer doing a certain activity, you just don't do it at all. And I want you to get out the habit of doing that. If all you did was five minutes, doesn't matter if the children interrupted, you were going for 10 minutes and they interrupted you, you only got seven minutes in. So what? You got something done. It was better than nothing. And that's why we're going to start getting used to including our kids in our self-care time so we don't have any excuses. Yes, we do need our alone time. Yes, we do need some quiet time. But we don't want to have any excuses. So we're going to find ways to incorporate our kids in self-care also so we can have a good variety of things we can do. That's why you have created your self-care mommy nourishment menu. So you got a whole list of ideas <laughs> that you can do. This self-care activity isn't working one day. What else is on that list that can do? You can do right now. They can do today. All right. No excuses, mama. Self-care. We are tapping into those things that bring us peace and joy. And remember, it is not for selfish ambition. It is so that we can adequately pour into others without feeling depleted. Go out into the world and do the work of God. Filled up, giving the best of ourselves, putting the best of ourselves in everything that we do. All right. So before I close out in prayer, did I give you all a scripture today? I don't think I gave you all a scripture. So we have to do our scripture. So the scripture I have for you all today is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. Whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. That was perfect timing. I didn't even plan that. I was supposed to tell you that scripture <laughs> a few minutes ago. And I just told you all that self-care isn't about us. It's not for selfish ambition. It's so that we can go out and do the work of God effectively, efficiently. And that scripture just wrapped it all up. <laughs> whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Now we can close out in prayer. Father God, I pray for the mama listening to me today who has joined me for this podcast episode. I pray that you will bless her with good health, mentally, physically, and spiritually. I pray that 
whatever area of self-care that she is struggling with that you would love for her to do more of, whether it's for her physical health, her mental health, her soul care, that time with you, doing those things that you want her to do to help fulfill kingdom work. Please lead her and guide her. Help her to prioritize self-care, practice more self-care. Not just for her own well-being, but so she can actually adequately, adequately serve others, her children, her spouse, her family, her friends. Serve in ministry, community, however it is that you want her to serve in. She'll be able to be properly filled, have her cup filled up and she'll be able to give from the overflow give give from a cheerful heart give from a place of peace and joy and all those fruits of the spirit i pray this in jesus name amen so until next time mama create that self-care menu prioritize what you want to focus on for this week prioritize what you want to put on the calendar to do for next month next week before the year is over and in the next episode we will discuss a little bit more about self-care with the kids (laughs) like i said no excuses mama (laughs) take care thank you for tuning in to the she is the nourish mom podcast if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe leave a five-star review and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.